Good morning, early birds. You've caught The Worm, a podcast from Yellowstone Public Radio News and Montana Public Radio. I'm your host, Orlinda Worthington. Ahead for us today on The Worm, the number of Montana teenagers experiencing depression is increasing. A new challenger emerges for Montana's U.S. Senate seat. And a four-legged and furry Billings prognosticator makes his Super Bowl prediction. Today is Thursday, February 8th. Montana's U.S. Senators split their votes as the chamber rejected a package to increase border security and send aid to Ukraine and Israel. Montana Public Radio's Austin Amistoy reports. Republican, Democratic, and Independent senators spent months drafting the $118 billion proposal. It contained $60 billion in new aid to Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel, and $20 billion for boosted border security and immigration reform. Democratic Senator John Tester voted for the bill. In an emailed statement, Tester called the bill common sense and noted it was endorsed by a union representing 18,000 Border Patrol agents. Republican Senator Steve Daines voted against the measure and said on Fox News he believed President Joe Biden wouldn't enforce it. President Biden has called on Congress to pass the bill. A central component of the legislation would have required the president to shut down migrant border crossings once numbers reached a critical threshold. In Missoula, I'm Austin Amistoy. Montana Republican U.S. Representative Matt Rosendale plans to run for U.S. Senate, upending a race in which many national GOP officials already coalesced around a different candidate as they seek to unseat three-term Democrat U.S. Senator John Tester. Rosendale's intentions were disclosed Wednesday by two people close to the congressman. His entry will set up a bitter June 4th primary race between the conservative Rosendale and former Navy SEAL Tim Sheehy, who is backed by GOP leaders. Democrats hold a slim majority in the Senate with several vulnerable incumbents this fall, including Tester. Insurance company State Farm will pay a $2 million fine to settle complaints that it underpaid drivers' insurance claims. Montana Public Radio's John Hooks reports. Montana's state auditor found that State Farm paid drivers less than they were owed after accidents. State Auditor Troy Downing says the settlement shows the crucial role citizens can play. If we don't know about it, we can't investigate it. And so it's really important that uh, we do get consumer complaints if they've been wronged or feel they've been wronged. State Farm denies breaking any state or federal laws as part of the settlement. The company is in the process of reevaluating claims from 2018 to the summer of 2022. The company has a year to complete the process. The auditor's office says State Farm has already paid nearly $1.2 million to Montana drivers through reevaluation. In a statement, a spokesperson for State Farm said the company is committed to paying what it owes and will work with the state to satisfy the terms of the settlement. In Butte, I'm John Hooks. Federal regulators found that the former chief of staff at the Montana VA's Helena facility provided substandard pregnancy and gynecological care. Montana Public Radio's Aaron Bolton reports. The U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs Inspector General's Office investigated four complaints against Dr. J.P. Maganito. The Inspector General found that in 2022, Maganito provided care to a pregnant woman past her first trimester, which is against VA policy. The report says Maganito put both the mother and her child at risk. 
Magneto also didn't run all the necessary tests for another patient before surgery and prescribed the wrong antibiotic after the procedure. Montana VA leadership says it will make sure its providers are practicing within the bounds of their license and VA policies. In Columbia Falls, I'm Aaron Bolton. Sexual health education programs for teenagers will be expanding across Montana thanks to a multi-million dollar grant from the Office of Population Affairs Teen Pregnancy Prevention Program. The $5 million grant awarded to Bridger Care in Bozeman comes at a time when nearly two-thirds of Montana high school seniors report having had sex, and about half say it was without certain forms of contraception, like condoms. Cami Armijo Grover is the education director at Bridger Care. She says the clinic will use the funds to expand its long-standing sex education program and share it with schools, youth-serving agencies, faith-based organizations, families, and more. Then we can make sure that it's medically accurate and it's not reinforcing any specific values and allows everybody to make their own choices about what feels right for them. Because if they don't get it from us, they're going to go online. And we hear stuff from students all the time that they're like, isn't this true? I heard this. And it's scary. <laughs> it's very scary because they don't know where to go. They don't know you know, which resources are reliable. The $5 million grant will be distributed across a five-year period. Over 40 percent of Montana high schoolers reported experiencing symptoms of depression in the last year. That data comes from the biannual report published by the Office of Public Instruction. Montana Public Radio's John Hooks has more. The 2023 Youth Risk Behavior Survey asks students about drug, alcohol, and tobacco use, all of which are down among Montana teens. But the number of students who reported persistent feelings of sadness and hopelessness continues to grow. That figure went from 25% a decade ago to 42% in the latest survey. Montana roughly mirrors national trends. State Superintendent Elsie Arnson argues the answer to curbing the trend partly lies with community providers. School is not a mental health provider. It is important that we partner together with uh, clinicians that are in our communities. OPI conducts the anonymous survey every two years as part of a national data collection effort by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. In Butte, I'm John Hooks. If you or someone you know is experiencing depression, call 988 for help. For one last time, a Billings prognosticator agreed to make his Sunday Super Bowl winning prediction. Yellowstone Public Radio's Kay Erickson was at Zoo Montana as Pabu the Red Panda picked between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. It was a tough choice. He came out pretty excited, went right for the 49ers, decided a little bit, checked out the Chiefs, but then went inside. But when he came back out, he went right back to those 49ers, so... I think the 49ers have it. That's Sue Montana's Jeff Ewald announcing that Pabu the Red Panda had just picked the San Francisco 49ers as this Sunday's winners. I asked Melissa Roman, one of Pabu's handlers, if she coached Pabu with his selection by giving him any data on either team or if he just went with his gut. I did not. I'm not big on football. I hate to admit it, but um, I told him there were snacks involved. The snacks are identical bamboo stalks side by side with team logos in front. He picks the winner by picking the team's snacks. This is Pabu's last time as the zoo's prognosticator. Ewalt hints that next year some cubs may be involved. I'm Kay Erickson, Billings. That is The Worm for this Thursday. We'll have another episode for you early birds on Friday.
The Worm is a production of Yellowstone Public Radio. Theme music composed and recorded by Zach Jones at Rapscallion Recording. Metal Art Call captured by Jay McGowan for the Macaulay Library. More information about The Worm is available at ypradio.org.